Welcome to Midweek Maidley. This is the spin-off to the Living with Maidley podcast. My name is Andreas and I'm joined by Liam. Good evening. Bonsoir. Good evening. Au revoir. We were going to do this a bit earlier uh, in the day, but we wanted to watch the Argentina versus uh, Croatia game to see if any, any funny stuff was said. But Matterface was just... I mean, I used to like Matterface like, because he was quite funny and stuff and he was a bit partridge, but he's just shit, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, really I like good. the guy. I just yeah, yeah he's, he's not that good, is he? Unfortunately, I think I think you messaged me after <laughs> at two 0 down in a game in a tournament where Croatia can't score goals and don't have any scorers. Mm-hmm. That Dixon said that he said, slowly, this game is, this, this game game is slowly is, slipping away. Yeah, this game is slowly slipping away. They went two 0 down with about a minute, <laughs> and they can't score. They didn't have they were nearly half time. <laughs> they were 2 0 down and they don't score goals. It's slowly slipping away. It's a bit away. football cliches, but how quickly can a game slip away? How, how slowly can it slip away? Surely a slowly slip away is sort of 1 0 and it's getting into like the 85th. And you're thinking, do you know what? They're not going to get back into this. Yeah, slip away is, I mean, I don't know how much we're going to discuss England, but a slipping away is when you need to make changes, you need to do, and, and you're not doing any. And, it's not happening. You're not quite. Yeah. In. That's slipping away. You can't. I you can't concede two goals in in fairly quick succession. Yeah. And then say slowly slipping away. I've seen a couple of Sheffield United games this season where we've had loads of possession and let a goal in, and you think, well, we'll get back into it, and then you don't, and it finishes one nil, and you, and that's that's what I class as. Oh, this game's slipping away now. Yes. If we went two and all down in like within a minute, I want to. Say, well, I'll tell you what, this is slipping away. <laughs> it's a Six, sixty to seventy minutes, I think, are when it's it's slipping. You think yeah. it's in danger of slipping. Slowly away slipping this. though as well, which were brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to have your England rant before we get going? Uh, uh, I don't know. I listened to. Then we'll go on to Maidley. I think you you guys summarised it quite well. Um, yeah. What do you say? I I, I think. We were a better team, but but we we played better. We've got a better squad, arguably a better first eleven, definitely a better bench, and yet and yet we lose the game and and we don't. I, I don't know. I, we we talked earlier today about Southgate and what you do. Reactionary straight after the game, I thought he's got to go now. He I don't think we win a tournament under Southgate, mm. but. A little bit of time to reflect. The next tournament's 18 months away. I don't think there's any point panicking and, and getting rid. I mean, I, I agree with Simon Jordan's been on TalkSport saying that the, the problem is that they gave him a contract before this tournament. That it, to me, the natural now would be his tournament's run out and we just don't renew it. We don't sack him. But unfortunately, yeah. we've given him an extended contract. <laughs> Did I give you one anyway? The FA were more proactive than Southgate ever was. They, they've they've <laughs> decided to give him a contract in, in hope that. that can that can force him to, to stay on because they want him, which is great. He he can't be proactive. And and by the way, I think for its worth, and I messaged you earlier this week, I was really angry. Danny Mills punditry on Talksport this week. I, I I like the guy. I ain't got any problems with him. But I thought it was absolutely. I don't, I don't, 
I think he's a fucking idiot, to be honest. <laughs> I ain't got any issues with him generally. I think I think you need debate. I, I don't think you could ever agree with anyone on that. There's loads of madcap people flying about all sorts mm. of ideas. But yeah, yeah, I, I think you need you need people who who have a different stance to always stating the obvious and can make you think about stuff. I, I get that, but. To the nonsense he was coming out with. He thinks he goes into a top four Premier League job that yeah, yeah. he basically said you can't be proactive in a game of football because it's already started, so you're reacting. But what, that's such a ridiculous. That's you that means you can't be proactive in life from the moment you're born. <laughs> yeah, you're you are reacting. Yeah, yeah. So so nobody <laughs> can ever be proactive about anything then. Yeah, but, yeah, and, and yeah, like I say, and I, I know you said, do I want to have my run? I, I just. Once again, just disappointed because he's he's so nearly there. He, horses for courses. He, he he was the man for the job initially, and and I can't follow him. And I really like Southgate. I think what he's done is amazing. But I don't see us winning a tournament under him. And I think the squad is good enough to win a tournament. But I don't think we win it under Southgate. And and I know there's a lot of a lot of top level pundits sort of singing his praises. But I think part of the problem is a lot of them have. Have either played with him or coached with him, or you know, the, mm. he's a nice guy. I bet if 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 he appeared on Living with Madeley for a ten minute segment each each week, we'd probably like him, and we'd probably be saying, ah, oh, give him another tournament. He, he seems mm. a nice guy. People who've encountered him like him. I I, I get that. It's a great character trait. He's but, a lovely geezer, but don't forget he missed the penalty, mate, as Bellin Sperling <laughs> said. And I think that you should always go back to that. I said what I wanted to say on Blaze, but if anyone wants to listen to yeah, that. Yeah, I, I thought I thought you both summarised it. Really well, Through it all again, but he's pissed me off tonight because I looked at that Argentina team tonight and they thoroughly deserved to beat Croatia, obviously. And I look at some of the players and, and, and who they play for and things like that. Like everyone's raving about McAllister and he might go on to really, really good things, but he's a midfield for Brighton at the moment. I don't think he gets in our team if Southgate's no, picking no. team. I think he'd pick him out above him every our, time. Our team is like a you know top level team. It, it, you can't. I, I know there's weaknesses. I know, as you said on Blaze Pod, the, the, the backup to Kane is a worry. The centre halves centre halves yeah. is a concern. But we've got the best midfielder in the whole tournament, and I and I think you can win the tournament with the best midfield in the tournament. It does. But, I, I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think. I think France are better than us. I've got no shame to losing to them. But like I say, you see Argentina in final tonight and you, and you look at the team and you do think, what, what are we doing wrong? Because this always seems to happen. But, but anyway, like, you, you message me anyway. So just last thing to yeah. say on that. So in the game, you message me, you were getting frustrated because you think we beat both them teams. And as I said to you, I think we beat Croatia because they don't score goals. So we probably beat them 1-0. It's probably a cagey watch. Do we beat Argentina? I don't know. I think if we go in front, I think, maybe. I think the if they I think score beat, first. The reason I thought we'd beat no. Argentina is because they're absolutely awful offset pieces. Awful offset pieces. And we're pretty good offset pieces. And I think that might have decided it. But, but if, who if knows? they went in front of us and they were winning, again, it's this whether it's possible to be proactive, I, I think it is. Would 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 we change something? Would we do something to influence the result or would we just react to what they do? I, I think if they went 1-0 up, we'd do nothing for 70 minutes. Then it'd be looking to the default substitutions. And then, I mean, bringing Grealish on for a minute and a half of football is... <laughs> to be fair, that that's... I can't... I can't... I, I ain't even got any words for it. I don't, I don't know what... Let's just move on. 
Well, I'll tell you what, a segue there. Everyone's obviously, well, not really a segue, but everyone, you're pissed off with Southgate about that. Uh, no, I, I like Southgate. No, I no, it's about the Greenwich. I don't think we win a tournament under Southgate. And I, and I think, unfortunately, in, you give him the next three World Cups and we'd just be sat saying how he's still a nice guy. The media engagement with the players is great. He's brought on the next set of youth, but we still haven't won anything. I think that's where we are under Southgate. Well, I'm completely changing tack now. I had a bit of a segue there, but you've ruined it completely. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I want to talk about the man who has been trending all day today, and that is, of course, Richard Maidley. And I've seen a lot of people I respect and follow on Twitter absolutely going in on him. And I'm going to play... Obviously, this is due to... Uh, he, he was back in Good Morning Britain, and um, he had a, a blazing are you, round. You're, are you tapping some of that? Because you were doing this on Blaze Pod. Ben needs, oh, really? to, ben needs to stop oh, this right, now. Sorry. I'm at, yeah, I'm at me, sorry. I, uh, yeah. I think I'm like not doing that with my leg. Is that it? Yeah. That's my mouse. some of this on Blaze Pod. It's so. my mouse in my... Yeah, I get it. I get it. Right. Yeah, ben should clamp now. down on this. I'm, I'm going to yeah. tell you now. On this midweek melee, you can do a bit of tapping, but, but yeah. not on Blaze Pod. That's far more professional than this. That's fine. That's fine. I've, no no more tapping. Unlike, unlike Southgate, I've learned from my mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so Richard Maidley in- interviewed Mick Lynch today, who is uh, the, what is he? Like the, the head of the unions, isn't he, basically? The, yeah, the, the National Rail Union leader, I think. RMT, I don't know what that stands for, but yeah, the, the Rail I, yeah, Union yeah, RMT. leader. I think Mick Lynch, for a start, I'm in a union at work, I don't know if you were when you worked with me, but uh, I think it's such a union man's name for a start, Mick Lynch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, who do we see about getting union? Oh, Mick Lynch. Uh, go and have a word with Mick Lynch. Yeah. Mick Lynch is such a union man's name. But Maidley is not happy with him because people don't know, he's basically backing the, the, the trains for going on, the, the people work on trains for going on strike. At Christmas, and I can't play the full interview, but this is the the moment of magic I think that everyone's sharing, and this is Richard Maidley going in on Mick Lynch. Well, we're not targeting Christmas. This it isn't Christmas yet, Richard. I don't know when your Christmas starts, but mine starts on Christmas Eve. So we are striking at this time because we've not got a settlement. Commercial Christmas and, starts in and, December. You know well, that. It's not disin- well. You're being disingenuous. It's not disingenuous, is it? It is disingenuous, so, of course it is. Well, Christmas, commercial Christmas does not start on answer. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is when people Richard, shut early. Don't be ridiculous. Richard, you're just talking Co- to yourself Christmas for starts at the end of November you're, you're and early ranting. December, and that's when people make their money, and you are Richard, depriving them of their then. income. That's the point. Right, have you finished then? Well, uh, will you answer the question, Mr Lynch? And then I'll so, shut up. Well, I have answered the question. So, well, OK, oh, if you give me a minute, I will. No, you said that Christmas started on Christmas Eve, and that's nonsense. I won't let you get away with nonsense. Well, you're, Christmas you're does not start to on Christmas now, Eve. Richard. So let's just be clear. It starts in early December, right. and that's what we're talking do you, about. Do you want to... Richard, why don't you just interview yourself if you want to Cheap talk point, to me Mr. Like Lynch, I'm holding you to account on behalf of the viewers, not... Funny this, because uh, we've be, a few people have tagged us in this, and thank you for that. Anyone who's Everyone, that, literally, I can't yeah. read them all. There's been about nine people, but thanks um, for doing it. But yeah, all nine of our listeners tagged us in that, so thanks, guys. But um, <laughs> but yeah, th- what's funny about this is before anyone tagged it in us, I, this morning I was uh, I finished for work now, so I was just chilling out in the living room, and I, I could hear Jody, my uh, partner, Mrs., whatever you want to call her, in the kitchen. I thought she was talking to me. She said something, and I sort of said, y- "You what?" She was saying to Maidley on a video, "Shut up, let him answer the question." Mm. So the thing, the thing with Maidley, he's a poor interview in my opinion, simply because he talks too much. 
it, it, I'm a bit like that. I talk too much. I'd be a terrible interviewer because he'll ask someone a question, then he'll have an anecdote. He does it all the time. When he presented uh, Jeremy Vine, when Jeremy Vine were away, and he'd say, what do you think about this? I'll tell you what I think. And, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he like goes off on one. And um, But this, you might have not seen this bit. This is a bit after where he, he's once again, he's a massive bee in his bonnet about these train strikes ruining Christmas. This is an absolutely insane comparison that he said. I'll just play a clip here. It was sadistic to pick this wish in the, in the First World War. Actually, the First World War, they actually stopped shooting at each other for a few days. I mean, Christmas is a time to actually set disputes aside. <laughs> Jesus, wow. <laughs> yeah, that... No, I, I haven't heard that before, just, just now. And, yeah, that... Uh, as, as we do, or don't, rather, we don't want to get involved with the politics of it, I... No, Matt Parry's been sticking up for him. In fact, all the all the biggest dickheads in the world have been sticking up for him. So, um, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I'm just going to contradict what's said there. I I think you you back the unions. I think they they create rights for the workers. Unless you're a millionaire or or you know, like I said, I don't pretend to know loads about it, but I understand the the debate here. I, I think mainly. Yeah, exactly what we said. If you're going to ask a question, you've got to let him answer it. Uh, what it reminded me of, more than anything, is this. What else are you going to accuse me of? I'll tell you what. You, you, you farmers, you uh, don't like outsiders, do you? Like to stick to your own? What do you mean by that? I've seen the big-eared boys on farms. For goodness sake. If you see a lovely field with a family having a picnic and there's a nice pond in it, you fill in the pond with concrete, you plough the family into the field, you blow up the tree and use the leaves to make a dress for your wife, who is also your brother. Classic partridge scene. Yeah, I've not watched that for ages, actually. Yeah, classic partridge. So... A bad day for me on Twitter, uh, but I imagine there's a lot of no, I don't know, 50-50, I thought. I don't know. There yeah, seems to be yeah. as many... There was a... Is it Mark Nolan or Mark Dolan? Mark Dolan. I want to talk about Mark Dolan. Mark so Dolan. Some, somebody's tagged us in this quite late yeah. today as well, by Mark the way. Mark Dolan. A really curious case, Mark Dolan. You used to present Balls of Steel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that is him. He's yeah. another one of my lookalikes. I've never seen him. one of my lookalikes. No, I'm sure you no. said I used to look like him when I wore glasses. When I had air. It maybe if he stretched you out, like he's a <laughs> he's a sort of longer, thinner version. But no, I, I, I've got a feeling, right? Hold, I, I'm, I'm obviously wrong, but you never know. I'm going to say it now because I've thought this for a while. Obviously, he's known for his pranks. He did a fantastic show with Mark Dolan where he were it was called the interviews, I think, and he played someone offering someone a job, and he made him do ridiculous things, and it were all a prank. He's since gone into GB News, and everyone's saying, "Oh, he's a fucking sellout. He's just saying bollocks to get money, basically." Yeah. I'm wondering if this is a prank. I wonder if this is like a four or five year prank from Mark Dolan. He's going to release a book at the end. Of it. Yeah, and just say, look, I for five years I spoke total bollocks about everything, and look how many people like agreed with me. How easy it was to get people on side. That's, That's insane. I, I, I don't think so. I'm yeah, now it'd be, it'd be really interesting if it's the case. Because didn't um, oh, who was it? Was it Joaquin Phoenix? Some somebody like went yeah. on interviews and stuff and everyone thought they'd lost the plot and they were doing yeah, it for a character yeah, yeah. you think that's what he's doing yeah. no oh, yeah may, maybe so i mean as we've sort of mentioned before I, mr uh, mike graham i think mike graham knows what he's doing mike yeah graham. It, it was a great sort of likable foil to the the madman mike parry when it were the two yeah. mics we, and he's, we fairly... he's now become a 
really outspoken, almost sort of right, right centre. I don't know, but but sort of. Oh, and it's I, like Southgate when we lost, and he went, "Oh, this is what you get for messing with world." He's one of them sort, you know what I mean? Sort of mm. just, just, just rabble rousing, gaslighting idiots, and and I think that yeah, Mike Graham knows what he's doing, and I'm wondering if Dolan does as well. I mean, it's maybe, fucking easy maybe. money, interesting, easy money. But anyway, should we, uh, should we turn on. this into a right wing? <laughs> I think this is where we could like definitely. It's an easy money for it, isn't it? Get Matt Lassissier on next week. <laughs> Amazing, yeah, he's, he's mad. I'm, I, I quite like Letizia. I, I, I don't agree with everything he says, but I, I don't I, know. Oh, it's, it's such a hotbed, isn't it? You can't, you can't say anything these days. What did uh, Stuart Lee these uh, days? Stealing you. from uh, football cliches, isn't it? Which is, we both listened to, but where Keown said um, Holland <laughs> or Netherlands, as uh, as you're supposed to call them these days. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing now. Yeah, Netherlands brilliant. to call them. But yeah. Um, but I, I don't agree with Maidley on this particular one, but I will still be watching him. And I think he's every right to have an opinion, as does everyone else. Matt Letizia. Right, well, he is right in a sense that Christmas does not start on Christmas Eve. Like that's that's the point he was making. I think is is right that yeah. businesses build up for Christmas. You know, like Maidley said, commercial Christmas is not just Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and I, and I agree with that. But yeah, you know, if you can ask him that question, let him answer it. Working boxing there this year, man. So maybe I should go on strike. So we're going to the, uh, t- the, the the feedback onto the TV detectives episode, and massive shout out here to LJD who sent us loads and loads of <laughs> feedback about Colombo, obviously one of your picks. Um, and he's, yeah, and he's, I, love, I love stuff like this that that we we just essentially recording our phone call chat about nothing. Mm. And that people are putting sort of time and effort into to letting us know things. Yeah. This is fantastic, this. He firstly says Columbo's his all-time favourite TV detective, beating Gene Hunt into second place. And he says there's a myth that Columbo's first name is Philip, and this explains the myth. And he sent us a link. So you better mind I read this out. So this is from long story here, but basically, uh, there was a guy called Fred Worth, and he oh. and he used to collect his own set of trivia and stuff. And in one of his books, he said that his uh, the Columbo's first name was Philip Columbo. That was one of, like one of the bits of trivia in his book. And he used this in in this book and his sequels, but it wasn't true. It was just an attempt from Mr. Worth to attempt to catch anyone out who were violating his copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, so in 1984, he filed a 300 million pound lawsuit against Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> Claiming that they had stolen questions from his book, and the the apparent ace up his sleeve was a Trivial Pursuit reference about Philip Colombo, and but Worth had made it up. So wow. obviously he argued that the facts. Anyway, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that's yeah, like uh, yeah. people when they did maps didn't want to get copied. Put in like was it trap streets or something? They put in like fake little roads and things that so that they knew if it appeared on anybody else's work, they'd not actually done it. They just copied theirs. That's yeah. amazing. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, so a lot of people thought, he, and he lost the court case because uh, the court said basically Trivial Pursuit is not an encyclopedia, so it's allowed to use it. Um, but the Philip Columbo uh, misinformation lives on in popular culture, at least for the next several years. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of stage plays and stuff like that that use Philip Columbo. <laughs> so, so obviously we didn't know uh, what his first name was. And LJD do goes on. See if anyone's copying our content that uh, you could yeah. say that something like we. We've actually found out his name is Roger Bernardo. Colombo. 
Bernardo Colombo. Bernardo Colombo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh, LJD also said the fa- the other famous quirk of Colombo is his wife, who is often mentioned but never seen. He says there's an episode where the lieutenant and Mrs. Colombo uh, are on a cruise, and he obviously gets involved in a ship on ship murder case. And throughout the episode, he's con- constantly trying to find his wife. And then people say, "What's your wife's name?" And he just says, Miss- "Mrs. Colombo." <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And he goes on to say his favourite Columbo line is, you'll have to pardon me, sir. It's not me. It's my brain. It's a little slow and I have to pin everything down. Um, yeah, I, think, he, I think I saw that clerk when I was yeah. doing the research. He says he once triumphantly worked this quote into a customer service call and his uh, days working in a call centre. So thanks for that. I was blown away by... Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair play. By, yeah. Uh, Mark Webster Webber, you got a new nickname for him this week? No, I haven't done a new one for a bit, have we? Yeah. Uh... Uh, what could it Argentinian version of him be because in his uh, throat uh, Weber you know that's Brazil isn't it uh, Marcus we'll Webernes no I, I don't know I've, anyway, got, I've got nothing nothing he said uh, lovely stuff the endless quest to get Jonathan Creek recommissioned sounds right for a TV sitcom of, of its own and he says it refers to as the lost Yorkshire bards uh, that we maybe we should tackle it and call it Renwick, Renwick Rejects <laughs> And have a completely unrelated manic song as its theme. <laughs> absolutely, this, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. And he also says the police squad uh, woman, um, you know, chaperones twice all that. Sounds yeah. like the the person who does the the voice on the orbs, little fluffy clouds. I don't know if you've heard that. If they were beautiful, the most beautiful stars, that's what And then, uh, yeah, and Neil Peter uh, got in touch and said Robert Stack, who obviously, was, as I said, was the first person to be offered uh, the role of Frank Drebin, was also in Airplane. And he played one of the guys in the control tower trying to sort the plane down, which I, I, I asked, he sent as a picture. Yeah, and, and that makes much more sense that. now, doesn't it? That yeah. If they wanted to take something from Airplane, that there was a character in it, because we, we thought, we completely wrongly thought, well, why would you do that and then not want one of the main guys? But they did. Yeah, and and obviously I we we not got that much feedback for this purely because we well I say purely people might have thought it was a bag of shit but we only we actually only put it out yesterday, um so people have not had time to to, well, to digest you say that, it. But and, did you see uh, a comment about the detectives? Oh yeah, sorry yeah I have missed one out here from Matt sorry yeah he said have you seen the detectives uh, comedy with Jasper Carrot and Robert Powell. Uh, very funny. And he also says Sam Tyler and Gene Hunt are probably his best pairing. Also, Nulty and Bunk from The Wire. I've never seen The Wire. Which, yeah, I mean, The Wire is, is great. Uh, it, it's phenomenal. Yeah, and, it, and he's right. McNulty's a fantastic character. Bunk's very good. There's, there's a little few different characters you could have from from The Wire. I, I didn't think of it, to be honest, because I think of, I don't know, I, I don't see that as necessarily nostalgic, but I, I suppose it is. It's probably. It's probably 15 years ago since I watched it. So, yeah, yeah, may, maybe you should have considered that, but I didn't. But what I will say on uh, The Detectives, yeah, mm. I, absolutely. So that was my first two were always going to be Columbo and Jonathan Creek. My third one was going to be uh, Jessica Fletcher, Murder, She Wrote. But then I thought, this is massive. It's it's so big in America. But mm. it, we, to do it justice, it should be more than a quick mention. Yeah, we might have to do that as an episode. No, sure and then it. my next choice was The Detectives, because I, I remember watching it as a kid and I loved it. Mm. Started watching some clips from it on YouTube 
and thought, oh, this is brilliant, actually. It's still, still funny now. Mm. Um, and, and I didn't want to just drop it in as a comment because I thought maybe, maybe we'll we'll do an episode on that. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that I, like I said, yeah, I remember fair. it. Ben mentioned it on Blazepod as well. That was the first thing that sprung into his mind as well. So, well, um, I remember, and what I haven't deliberately haven't watched this bit because I thought maybe this is what we could do an episode on. But I seem to remember there was a fantastic episode about them watching the FA Cup final. Now, now I might have got that wrong. It might. I, I'm. Sh- I think they supported rival teams in an FA Cup final, and they were trying to solve some crime while trying to watch the game. Or, I'm not entirely sure, but but maybe we do an episode on on that particular one if I've remembered it right. But I didn't watch any clips on that because I thought I, I don't want to. Uh, what's the word? I I didn't want to. You didn't want to. You didn't want to shoot your load in a in a in a in a small in a small small uh, space of time when you you've got shoot it on. I didn't want to shoot for, my load for in our... a small space of time. <laughs> I don't think you, anybody ever wants to, do they? No, so. you want you wanted to you wanted to do what you know, like a long like a Ron Jeremy style uh <laughs> shooting of the load, like where he takes a while. I don't I've never seen Ron Jeremy film. I've never, I've never seen a Ron Jeremy film, but this I imagine. Got, yeah. I, I didn't think any of this when I was deciding it, but yeah, no. see I get the analogy, yeah. Did it? Yeah, anyway. We might we're not gonna do a Ron Jeremy film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just before, uh, just uh, another thing that we, we mentioned. James messaged us and said that uh, he was worried that the Living with Maidley curse had struck again because Lionel Blair were trending, which I'm not sure why. And I had to inform him that fortunately he's already dead. And I, the reason I said fortunately is because then we can't claim that we've anything to do with it. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's danced his way to heaven or, or hell, I suppose, a while ago, didn't I? Oh yeah, but he's gone. So yeah, we can't we can't claim that one, thankfully. But Berlin Blade followed up and said we should do a an episode of James Corden soon because he'd love to see the next carpool karaoke with the car veering into one coming traffic. <laughs> well, but he got done for that, didn't he? Because a lot of people said he uh, they were like some of them he fakes, don't I? Yeah, I don't I don't know too much about him. I know he's getting he's under under fire recently, isn't he, Mister Corden? Yeah, uh, stealing Gervais jokes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Bill and Blade also tagged us in uh, a, a message from Beco. Sorry, a tweet from Beco. Beco? B-E-C-C. Anyway, B-E-C-O. And she said, I met Silla Blackbond. She sat at the table I'd reserved and refused to move. Yeah. Her spiteful arrogance was outstanding. And she's actually posted a picture of at the, ta- <laughs> at the table. I love petrified. that picture. <laughs> yeah. Looking absolutely petrified. Um, yeah. so, so I am worried, worried that maybe... You know, maybe she was the one in the wrong here. We, I don't know. We 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 did know of the sort of people have said stuff about Silla Black. I I think it's so easy just to put anything out there about anybody. There's no. I've not seen any sort of proven cases. And and yeah, this she may well have been horrible, but in that picture, it just looks like an oldish woman. It looks terrified yeah. sat at a table, and and it's you know she stole our table. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know, but. Yeah, we, we, we sort of, I, I love it, but at the same time, I, yeah, I don't think it's fair for us to judge one way or another. May, maybe she stole a table, maybe she's terrified because somebody's come up and took a picture of her. Right but it, all, it goes into the, uh, it all adds into the uh, the, the myth, doesn't it? The, bitch. the legend. The legend, well, not a le- is it a legend? I don't know, maybe it is. So obviously we didn't do a midweek, uh, a midweek pod, Um 
I mean, we made the last week because uh, why, why don't we do it? Oh, we, we didn't have do an episode. episode. Yeah, we didn't do an episode. Uh, and we're not going to do one next week. And everyone's going to be really sort of, oh, I can't believe it. But have we got news for you? We're doing two main episodes in a week, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're going to do. Is this the reveal for both or just for the first one? That's, I think reveal for both. We'll, 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 we'll start with the first one and then we'll. Oh, we, yeah, we'll start with the first one. We, we know, watched, this is from Major Charles, who absolutely... Major Charles Lad Baby now. <laughs> Major Charles Lad Baby, uh, Joe Stevenson 96, uh, who's had a, a bit of a bad time of it on Twitter. He got banned for 24 hours, didn't he? So, and he's, he's asked us... Twitter uh, icon, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, been an absolute Twitter definitely icon. Definitely worth following if you And he's doing his it. Baby Boy Belfield uh, <laughs> awards at the moment, which is basically the most 2022 footballer Did you know when he uh, got... Kedamatri on his list, by the way. I didn't, I didn't, that I didn't realize. Time. I did look at his list actually. Now, so what he does every year, he picks out the the player that sums up that year, and will always be associated with that year. I think that's pretty much what. I don't even think he knows the rules, to be honest. But I think that's what it is. Yeah, uh, I think that's what I take it as. Yeah. Yeah. So it's someone who, you know, and I, I, I'm I, sure I, there's more to it than that. It's, it's nuanced, but yeah, that's yeah. Who's the footballer? Oh, yeah. I imagine the, the name of a footballer you think of with a year. I, I think. Yeah, that that's pretty much. Like I say, there's, there'll be much more to it that that none of us, only the major, will be able to comprehend. So yeah, let's not yeah. try and second guess him. Anyway, it's nothing to do with any of that. He's, uh, he's asked us to do. Well, he asked us to do an Alan Brazil special, which we are going to do at some point. But yeah, massive fans of Alan Brazil. But yeah, yeah. So, sorry, yeah, but that's but not what, the that's not this one, is it? No, we want to do two in a week, so Alan Brazil episode to take a little bit more research. So we're going to do something else he suggested, which is Darts Players' Wives, which is a 2005 documentary uh, looking at through, through the eyes of the basically Darts Players' Wives, as it says. And I've never seen this, but I talked to someone in the pub on Saturday when we were watching England, and they said it's absolutely amazing. It's got the major seal of approval, so I'm well, happy to actually, do that. You get the major seal and then you get the Berlin Blade sort of stamp on top oh, yeah. of that. So it's like, yeah, 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 it's like yeah. wow, you've got to do this. And also, pure pure coincidence, I suppose, but the uh, the dart starts on Thursday. The Ali Pali, the, the, the end of year tournament starts and this week. So. We'll be, yeah, we'll be recording right then as well. So, yeah, so yes, we're going to do that there. next. And then all being well, uh, we're going to also try and get out before Christmas our annual we've done it once before but our annual uh top of the pop christmas uh episode where we're going to go through a particular year liam's going to pick i don't think you've chosen yet have you no uh, no i've got i've got a couple of ideas i just need i know which years i'd like to do i just need to check mm-hmm. that there's something on there that we can watch and review but yeah, yeah we're going to do uh the sort of festive the festive it might not be top of the pops it might be i'm not sure yet but mm. a festive music show so we can talk through some of the hits for the year yeah so and that they're coming up all uh, next week so looking forward to that thanks for your comments as always and uh yeah i will see you then leroy yeah thanks everyone keep commenting send us anything whatever whatever you want us to check out we'll do our best and yeah thanks for listening we will when will this be posted this will go out wednesday so the darts one should be out this weekend we will catch it yeah, yeah 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 uh keep on throwing if uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us send us anything find us on twitter at livingwithmade1 or you can send us an email at livingwithmadely at outlook.com living